Hey, welcome to Leadership Talks, Conversations with Visionaries. Today, we have a privilege of hosting an individual whose life story is a masterclass in leadership, resilience, and the art of building genuine relationships. Bruce Cardenas, a name synonymous with unwavering commitment and entrepreneurial brilliance, has charted a journey that seamlessly blends military discipline, law enforcement valor, and business acumen. From the disciplined corridors of United States Marine Corps, and by the way, thank you, to the dynamic world of Quest Nutrition, Bruce's narrative is a testament to the power of passion, perseverance, and an unyielding desire to make a difference. Bruce was born in Somerville, New Jersey. Bruce's leadership odyssey began with the Marines, laying the foundation for a career marked by excellence and service. His tenure with LAPD showcased his dedication to public safety and his innate ability to lead and inspire. But it was his entrepreneurial spirit evident in his ventures in executive protection and chauffeured services that set the stage for his transformative role at Quest Nutrition. Imagine a protein bar company, not just as a business, but as a movement with a mission to touch lives and foster community. This was Bruce's vision for Quest Nutrition. And under his strategic leadership, the company soared unpresented heights, becoming a global name in sports nutrition. But beyond the numbers and accolades, Bruce's journey with Quest was about connecting and building relationships that matter. Bruce, Welcome to Leadership Talks. It's an honor to have you with us. Thank you very much. That was a great introduction. I need to have you go everywhere I go with that intro. I can write Thanks. that for you. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, let's let's uh unless you want to add anything to that. No, no, that was great. I mean, I we can cover a lot of chapters with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, my first uh question is quests uh rapid growth and leadership i mean we just briefly before we started we talked you guys were in number two on inc 5000 huge growth uh quest nutrition experienced that exponential growth under your leadership becoming one of the fastest growing sports nutrition companies globally can you share some pivotal leadership decisions and strategies that propelled quest to its top position yeah i think you know interesting when a company grows that fast it's important to remain grounded. A lot of times companies have such rapid growth, they take the eye off the ball or they don't remember what their initial mission statement was. And ours was really to change lives, to bring nutritional value um, of a, with a product that tasted good and also was good for you. And as you grow, I mean, obviously people start has other interests, but we stuck with our core mission, which was providing that great product for people and watching the transformations happen. And that was just one of the, you know, contributing factors to the growth, but we would start getting people write blogs. This was before social media. Facebook just started, but there was people writing blogs and they say, hey, I lost 30 pounds over the last four months by eating your bars. People with diabetes would write us say, it's a bar I can eat without spiking my insulin. Uh, people that had um, um, celiac disease were using us because, you know, it's gluten-free. And <clears throat> so all of a sudden this movement started and it was important because as we did get big, people started having other ideas where we should go in the company, but we stuck with basic principle of getting people's product, getting samples, get them to try it and purchase it. And that's how you become, you get lifetime customers. I always say this, if you have a consumable item, whether it's a beverage, a food, anything you snack on, 
get it in someone's hands or mouth and then they try it. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the key to success. Really people try and circumvent that with cool marketing and stuff, but really then they, if someone doesn't, someone doesn't try your product, how can they talk about it and, and, and enjoy it? You know, <clears throat> and write and write a real blog about it. Right. Yeah. So you guys grew to nearly 90 countries. Mm -hmm. Last time I think I read was 70 something, but apparently was it 90? I think it was 90. Okay. Um, so you're telling me as you're growing to 90 countries, you guys stayed on the same mission. No changes. No, no changes at all. I mean, obviously that's hard, especially when you go to other countries because there's labeling challenges or communication challenges. But I think what happened was because we had such a great following. I always say this, if a brand wants to take off, get a thousand screaming fans. And I tell people this to this day, get a thousand screaming fans. But what happened was that started growing to tens of thousands and the same thing in other countries. And it just became a movement where you would see people post on social media, even in other countries, and they had the same belief system. The same people were talking about losing weight, talking about gluten-free, low-carb, high-protein. So um, yeah, as much as hard as it is to stay on track with that, we stayed on track. We didn't, we didn't waver, you know, sometimes people will say, Hey, you can make more money if you use cheaper <laughs> ingredients, right. Or stuff like that. But we never, we always bought the most expensive protein, the most expensive ingredients. That's one thing Ron prided himself on the original founder was we want the best of everything. No, no cutting corners, you know? That's awesome. Well, there's your proof right there. So that's the quest story. Let's talk about uh, your transitioning skills across diverse roles. From serving in the United States Marine Corps to LAPD, to leading a global executive protection business, and finally to your role at Quest Nutrition, you've done you've worn many hats. And speaking of hats, I know you love to wear hats. <laughs> How have you transitioned and applied your leadership skills across such diverse roles? And what core principles have remained constant? And how have they inf influenced your approach at Quest? Um, I think I think one thing I am, I call myself a servant leader. And I think in all those roles, whether I was serving as a Marine, LAPD, or even as a you know, executive protection and with Quest, I I am a service-oriented person. That's just my calling in life. I don't need to be the top guy, and I like servicing, bringing service and value to other people. So I think what I learned early on, and I, I say this in a lot of talks, is I bring value and have no expectation in return. And it really fostered a lot of great relationships. And I tell young people this, people are quickly to like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to start in this position. I want $150,000 a year. And we got that a lot. Once Quest got some traction, people would come and apply for these jobs. And they would always call me these interviews and say, hey, this person's here to be the director of marketing and they want this and they want that. And they said, Bruce, how long can you tell them about you? How long did you, what do you, what you do to help us when you started? And I helped them for free for nine months. Oh and it was really because it was a passion play. I had my own six, I had the bodyguard business, so I was doing well financially. But when I met them, I, it just became a passion. It really became my why, because I saw what we were doing and how it was changing people's lives. So I always tell people, listen, it's great. You want to start at this much money. You want this title and you want this business, but sometimes it's okay to go into a company and just bring value first. Maybe you won't start at the top, but you know, you hear the story about people starting the mailroom and next thing you know, the CEO, but <laughs> it's not always that way. But I, so, so that was one of my pivotal things. I always like to bring value. And as far as relationship capital goes, and it's, I learned this throughout all the things I've done, I've always made more deposits than withdrawals. I said, I don't think there's anyone that could ever say they know me that I, yeah, sure. We all call in favors now and then. Right. But when I call in a favor, it's usually calling someone that I've already done 10 things for the, the other way. So those are two things that were instrumental, I think, in my growth and my success in, in maintaining those great relationships, authentic relationships, and bringing value. 
And I always like to not only meet your expectations, but exceed them. And a lot of people are okay just getting by. Like, hey, you said to you said to move those five boxes. Well, there's six more. You could have. Well, yeah, but you didn't say that. Instead of people don't take the initiative. And I always early days of Quest, there were so many things that needed to be done. It was like a it was like a blank slate, like a a, a blank canvas. And there were so many things that needed to get done. And we were so small staff that I took on many roles and, you know, built out the ambassador program and built all these relationships and went to charity golf tournaments. I did all the things that no one else wanted to do. And I became, I hate to say it, but like price in, in value, you know, that I was like doing everything. So I always encourage people just keep bringing value and anywhere there's a hole, fill it. Even if it's not your per se role, you know, people sometimes like to just stick with their role. Yeah. 